hello everybody and uh, most importantly hello to Tanu who is one of our wonderful alumni. Um, she was here quite recently actually but is now doing some amazing things um, in Europe. She is uh, a medic uh, studying medicine in Malta but I'll let Tanu talk far more about that. Maybe Tanu you can introduce yourself. Uh, maybe start by saying uh, when you were at college, what kind of subjects you were doing and what you're doing now. Okay, so hello everyone. My name is Tanushri, um, short for Tanu. And I was in EIC from year 2017 to 2019, doing year 11 and year 12. Yeah. And um, I did subjects like I did four subjects in year one and it was bio biology, chemistry, math and economics. And then I dropped economics for the rest of the three for year 12 when I did my A-levels, yeah. Okay, good stuff. And what are you doing now? So university, obviously, you oh, yeah. are, not, are not the sort of traditional student in that you've just went to a UK university. You've gone a bit more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a UK university, right. it's Barton in London, but it's a Malta campus, so the university has a branch in Malta. We still follow the UK system, the course is still a UK course, you still get the same degree as a UK degree, which is great. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm currently in my second year, um, it's been very exciting, but obviously due to COVID, it's been on a slower side of exciting mm, yeah. yeah um yeah i mean it, it must be amazing but let's let's sort of cast your mind all the way back to um i i, I can actually remember i think i was in your interview uh, when you first came here um so maybe you can talk about like how you got here why did you come to the college in the first place so um i'm from i'm malaysian and i've studied in singapore which is a neighboring country all my life for the, the first 10 years of my life. And I was finding it hard to cope with traveling. And it was a very stressful environment, the Singaporean education is. So I decided to venture out and I told my parents, um, I'll do you proud and just hope I'll come back with good results. And they trusted me and they let me. So I chose DIC because it was an international college close to my aunt's uh, house. And also they have had good uh, results throughout. I always remember the plus 5.0 that oh, yeah. the previous yeah. principal used to talk about. Well, indeed, and indeed. That's that's still very high, although um, I guess um, exams didn't really happen in the last two years, so we can't really talk about that. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we've got a very good, uh, what you would call average progress score. And that's good that you can mm, remember that. Time. That's the so, one. So, so, <laughs> someone, someone was talking a lot of sense at your interview. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, yes, you got here and wonderful. And, and maybe it was a little less stressful than Singapore, which is wonderful. And that's really good. But um, mm -hmm. you needed to work really hard. You, you didn't really... Um, it wasn't that you had no talent, you're wonderfully talented, but you st I still remember you as an incredibly hardworking student who would just quiet, getting on with things, and a real kind of proactive go-getter. I remember you were on the student council and stuff like that. So, um, look, can you just explain to, to anybody who's viewing, um, what made you a success at the college? What, what did you do that, that made you get 
those results because those those results don't just come to people who come here you have to work at them and you have to achieve them yeah so i would say hard work is one of the key factors also having a goal in mind when you're starting the course is also one of the best things to have because you already know like you have a gauge on what you're meant to do so that's already half the job done because you know even if you get sidetracked or if you're falling behind you know i have to do this to get into the course i want or um just persevering i would say like knowing where you fall behind and learning from the experiences because obviously i didn't do well like throughout i've had uh, um like mock exams where i've like not done as well and obviously that's pushed me down a little but it's always helped um to persevere you know <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah, I, I, I always remember you, you were, you were one of the best students, certainly to my mind, at kind of using teachers. So like getting the most out of them, like you'd always ask for extra sessions or extra little bits of help, even if it was just like, Guillermo, have you got five minutes? And then you'd, you'd go and talk to him and then, yeah, right, I get it now, okay. Um, so I mean, it's, it was so good that you felt you could do that, I think. Yeah, I, you just unlocked a part of my memory. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, I used to not wait till the next session of teaching or whatever. When I had a question, I would ask. And even if it's not important, it would just clear off that part of my brain where I'm like, oh, maybe it's not something that important. And the teachers are very approachable. I really liked having them as my, like, like guidance. And um, yeah, I... I enjoyed being in EIC. I had good support, I would say. And the parent-teacher meetings, I always had um, very nice things said about me, which is really great. Well, that's 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 obviously understandable, given how nice you are, Tani. Um, <laughs> any, any really memorable moments at the college? Yes, I have quite a few. I actually really liked being an international student. It made me feel very welcome because not only was I the only international student, I had many other friends who were all over the world. I still remember some of them. Um, we had um, trips, international student trips to London, to central London, actually. Uh, Westminster, we went to see Big Ben. Had like excursions to the National History Museum. It was really nice stuff and it was catered to what the students wanted and that was one part of it as an international student as a student council member i had the privilege to go to boston for um, a model united nations conference with two other friends and it was really great it was a whole new experience because not only did i get to see how people like students around the world how they would get on it was also like a small range of what exactly United Nations can do, mm. like what the ways they can approach stuff. Yeah. No, it's good. I, I, I think I remember being in a few of your sessions and watching you and you had some really good friends in there. And I, I think they, they said something about you being the most kind of welcoming or kind member of the whole group or oh, something yeah. like that. Kindest yeah. delegate award yeah, I got. Go. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the three-day conference, it was yeah, nice. You, you were that incredibly hard negotiating style, Tana. Kindest, <laughs> kindest delegate. Right. Didn't want um, to bomb the other country. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Let's talk about it. Let's just hug, hug it out. Uh, yeah. But there you go. That was good, good, excellent. So, I mean, 
important then that you you obviously got really from the college what you wanted to get and you got your results and I, I yeah I remember you 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 had a really strong UCAS um, application as well and you got into where you want to go and um, so what have you done since could you talk us through it because um th there are so many students that we get coming here and they'll say um, at their interview, sitting there, like they'll be asked, well, "What do you really want to do?" And they say, I, "I want to get into medicine. I want to be a doctor." And well, you're actually a good few years further down the line, and I, I think your insight would be really useful for them, just to, to sort of explain to them maybe just how hard it is, or or how fulfilling it is, because it, it must be, in many ways, you're, you're living your dream, and being able to talk about that is is quite important to these these aspiring doctors. Let's say. So when I went into college, I already had like a gauge of getting into medicine and that's how I chose my subject and found my strengths and stuff. So in year one, I started applying in October. I was pretty late to the fact that to realize that I had to do my UK CAT. So I did that within two weeks of realizing, got a book just off like a bookstore for UK cat and studied really hard for that one Ho managed to get in past my UK cat and then did my application submitted it yeah and the short period where you have to submit your UK cat your your, your personal statement just to apply is just very stressful I would say uh, most of my attention was doing that and it was not specifically on Obviously, it has to be mm. balanced, but yeah. I would get that more students will find that period more stressful. And it's where you should find guidance, maybe ask your teachers for more help if you find yourself struggling with studying because you're so worried about your application. Mm. Yeah, and I leaned on, my uncle was really helpful. So was uh, Adrian, my maths teacher, my form tutor, actually. Yeah, yeah they were all really helpful. and. They always came back and they were asked, how's your UCAS going? Do you want us to read it? Or, yeah. So I had that part taken care of very well, year one, and then applied into for Queen Mary University. So Malta, uh, got in year one last year. And it's been great since I really had a lot of opportunities. So. Uh, Queen Mary, they promote a lot of spiral curriculum. So everything in year one, they'll test you in year five, which is very stressful. Mm. But um, they also promote a lot of clinical parts, clinical placements. I was, throughout the year, I was with uh, GPs in uh, Gozo and in Malta. Um, this year, we were supposed to be more clinical-based also, but unfortunately, COVID. Um, had opportunities for dissection. They were part of like student selected components. Um, what else did I do? I did a lot of fun stuff. Obviously it, it's hard in terms yeah. of the education part, not to forget mm. the very fulfilling parts too. Um, it does take a toll on you, but if that's what you want to do, I think it's it's worth it in the end. And mm. I'm already seeing some of the rewards in terms of meeting with patients. Um, when they're going, oh, wow, you, how do you know so much? And you're just there like, I have to know it. And it's just nice to hear when people find what you're doing is beneficial. Even if you're just a student, like helping a patient, 
it's quite fulfilling and you it gives you motivation to try and finish the course no good yeah. good have you found that your time at the college and and obviously you said before about just being proactive and asking questions and really like making sure that your mind's clear has that prepared you for success at uni has have you sort of learned good techniques to just go and do it and not get down about things and be resilient yeah i think uh, being in college being at eic has built my confidence i was quite shy at first but mm. i knew that by being shy i'm not getting what i want so i started being more proactive i started asking questions and I just didn't want to get left behind. So I tried to gain my goal and it's helped me a lot at university. I still pester my lecturers when I have questions. Good, no, it's good. And so you should. Time. Yeah, so you should. Yeah. So, so, so what now for you? What's what's the next sort of three, four or five years going to look like? Yeah, if, so if we ever get through this pandemic. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, year three will be clinical placements. So hospitals, not GP clinics anymore. It's going to be, what my lecturers told me was, you would go from being the most important person in the room to the least important. So that's when the proactive parts come in. Mm -hmm. You go and ask your doctors what you want to do. Can I join you for this? Can I ask you this question? It's no longer, oh, what do you have in mind? What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, so I'm quite excited, but also very nervous for that part. Yeah. And then if you had to think about, right, let's just say you get your degree. Have you had to think about, where do you want to go? I mean, do you want to go back to Malaysia? Do you want to come to the UK? Do you want to go to America? What do you want to do? That's that's another important question. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a question I've left for the end of five years because right now I still don't know what I want to yes. major in, and it's um, a question that not everyone will find the answer to when they join medical school. Some people find it in first year. Some people find it when they're doing the junior doctor part. So. Mm. I'm just waiting to see when that part hits me and just, then I'll just go, enjoying things I guess it? yeah just enjoying mm -hmm. things and making sure that you're doing the best that you can no, that's good um so just just to round this up Tanu one last question which is which is really important certainly for our students any advice that you would give to the current students at the college to to maybe follow in your footsteps to be a success what what would you give them if you can give them maybe one or two really really sound bits of advice what what would you say to them um to not be discouraged it's very easy to feel like you're being left behind and to see other people progressing and you're not just doing as much as you want but it's always good to step back a little see where you're being too hard on yourself to see where your limits are and to try and tweak those tiny limits because some people can be too hard on my on themselves yeah and yeah and obviously yeah if you need help just ask it's better to ask than to keep quiet and then to miss out on that opportunity you've had oh good loving it well thank you amazing for having you on and um yeah you must keep in touch and obviously when you become um a wonderful surgeon or something like that um and I need my hips replaced or something like that, I will request you to do it, Tanu. That's that's exactly how it will be. Sure, sure. I'll give <laughs> okay. you a discount. <laughs> yeah, well, good. And sharpen your scalpel and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Um, look, wonderful to talk to you. Thanks for having, thanks for having us again. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much for talking. Bye-bye. Yeah.